0: Morning, everybody, and uh, thank you uh, so much for for coming today. You know, this is uh, truly uh, an exciting day. Uh, we're introducing the first uh, significant changes to the Alberta's Police Act in 34 years. Uh, the last time Alberta's policing legislation was changed, the uh, um, Berlin Wall was still divided, uh, both Communist Eastern Bloc from the West and uh, the Soviet Union had still existed. And, and uh, as a Calgary guy, the Calgary Flames uh, you know, were uh, on the way to winning their, their first and uh, unfortunately only Stanley Cup at that particular time. Uh, but suffice it to say, uh, the world uh, was a much different place. And uh, so it was Alberta. And even uh, when I was an officer on the streets, uh, uh, working the streets of Calgary over 10 years ago, uh, in 1988, Alberta's population was 2.4 million, uh, a little more than half of what it is uh, today. Uh, and since 1988, uh, we're seeing more diversity across Alberta. And while we uh, all have been, uh, we all have. Being an Albertan in common, it's fair to say that uh, changes in our province have made it uh, necessary for our public institutions to respond to the changing needs of the communities that they serve. Uh, and policing, of course, is no exception. In the 34 years since the last major changes to the Police Act, uh, we moved from having police forces with a narrow mandate to maintain law and order uh, to having police services that still perform that vital function of keeping communities safe, but are expected to involve their communities in developing approaches and solutions that we now understand to be very complex and often uh, nuanced uh, public safety challenges. While Alberta's police services have uh, worked on many fronts to uh, innovate and meet uh, people's uh, changing expectations, uh, there is always uh, more work to do and uh, more ways to keep on improving. Uh, Police derive their authority from having the confidence of the public that they serve, but uh, maintaining public confidence isn't their job alone. So under the Police Act, uh, the legislated responsibility to ensure adequate policing throughout the province falls to the Alberta government. If we want our police services to be representatives of the communities, they serve and respond to their needs, not just today but into the future, Uh, the provincial government has the responsibility to provide them a framework in order to do so. The uh, Police Amendment Act we're introducing today serves this uh, very important purpose. So, But while the government is bringing forward this legislation, it's important to add that the contents of this legislation are a product of listening to a broad range of Albertans from a variety of backgrounds and occupations. Uh, Minister Shandro did significant engagement to help bring these uh, amendments to life. Uh, This includes meeting with more than 200 organizations representing law enforcement, health and social services sectors, municipalities, indigenous organizations, and, of course, very diverse communities. We also heard from nearly 15,000 Albertans who completed a public survey that sought their opinions on a variety of topics, including the role... Uh, of police and their communities' uh, processes for handling complaints and officer discipline. In uh, our many discussions with the Albertans, one thing that came up consistently was the need to change how complaints against the police are investigated to end the system of police investigating police. The legislation answers those long-lasting calls to reform the public complaints process by establishing an independent agency to handle complaints against police the Police Review Commission. The Police Review Commission will not only boost public confidence by uh, being independent, but uh, by creating a single agency to receive, investigate and adjudicate complaints. Uh, We're also making it easier for Albertans to access the process, uh, stay updated on uh, progress uh, of their case and resolve their matters more quickly. So in conversations with police agencies, they welcome this change and suggest this transparency. This legislation also addresses a desire for Albertans to have more say, in, uh, settle- s- pardon, more say in setting local police priorities and performance targets by mandating the creation of formal governance bodies for uh, communities policed by the RCMP. This will give communities uh, policed by the RCMP the kind of oversight that municipalities with standalone police services already have via the local police commission. Under the legislation, a Provincial Police Commission will represent small and rural communities policed by the RCMP under the Provincial Police Service Agreement. It's important to note that the Provincial uh, Commission will have uh, designated seats for First Nations and Métis representatives to ensure that distinct needs of Indigenous communities are being heard and met. Larger cities and towns With municipal RCMP contracts will have their own governance boards, while smaller municipalities with populations under 15,000 will be represented by regional governance bodies. Uh, Giving these communities a uh, more uh, formal role in setting priorities and goals will ensure police are more in tune with their needs. This legislation also gives the public more meaningful role by requiring police to develop community safety plans. Community safety plans will require police to work more closely with civilian partners on strategies that go beyond uh, enforcement and better address root causes of crime. When uh, you have a greater collaboration between the police and their partners in the community, it leads to more coordination and helps identify gaps in services, ensuring uh, people uh, get the help that they need when they need it. Uh, Whether it's uh, from the police or a local social service agency, this will make our community safer for everyone. Updating the Police Act, it isn't only about reflecting the needs of Alberta today, uh, but ensuring that we have a blueprint that will serve our province into the future. By 2046, Alberta's population is expected to grow to 6.4 million, and the government's research shows that more than half of the newcomers to Alberta uh, during that time will come here from another country. That's why it's important to have tools to ensure that police continue to evolve and represent the communities that they serve. This legislation will make uh, will, will mandate diversity and inclusion plans that outline steps police are taking to reflect their communities and to train officers about the distinct cultural needs of the various communities that they work with. Improving those uh, connections will not only result in better outcomes between police and the people that they serve, uh, building better relationships could lead uh, to more opportunities for mentorship to encourage uh, more people from diverse communities to pursue a career in policing. This legislation, pardon me, this legislation we're introducing today represents a fundamental shift uh, that reimagines police as an extension of the community and provides a variety of practical and realistic reforms aiming to get us there. So I'm very proud of the collaboration. I'm proud of the work that all the folks within the department and... All the previous ministers that who have come before me have done and the work that they have done, uh, previous government had done. They started this in 2018 and all the great work that has come since. So thank you to everyone that was involved in this. I'm very humbled and honoured to be the one that's kind of introducing this into the legislature later on today. And I know there's
1: still a lot more work to do and a lot more work ahead. Thank you, Minister. We will now move to our question segment of this morning's announcement. This is a friendly reminder that this is embargoed until the legislation is tabled this afternoon. We will work on doing one question and one follow-up. We're going to go to the room first here. If you could please identify your name and which outlet you're from.
2: Hi. Uh, Arthur Green, Western Standard. Uh, Minister, is this bill basically laying the foundation for a provincial police force in Alberta?
0: Yeah, So, so no... No, uh, no, no decisions have been made regarding the Provincial uh, Police Service. Um, as you can tell by even the comments that I said, um, You know, this is about in, in, in ensuring that the rural municipalities, they have a say at the table under our current uh, model, which is uh, the RCMP, who is the pro- current Provincial Police Service provider.
2: Um, I've worked in many uh, rural communities, yeah. Barneyville, Barneyville being one that yeah. I just moved from, um, would you say the justice system is broken? Because I've spoken with many RCMP officers off the record. And, you know, in these communities, they say it's only a handful of people committing the same crimes yeah. over and over and over. And, like, I lived in an alleyway where meth use was prevalent, and I called 911 about 31 times in a year to uh, to just express my concern for people's safety. Yeah. And I was told by the RCMP we just simply don't have enough resources to yeah. police
0: the community. Right. So just remember, as you're fully aware, addiction is addiction itself is not a crime, and you probably know the work that I have done mm-hmm. over the past uh, few years to uh, create this recovery-oriented system of care to ensure that um, you know people that are afflicted with the illness of addiction have a, a pathway to uh, you know to detox, treatment, recovery, and again to help them get out of that cycle of abuse. So that is one component of it. Uh, when you talk about um, the system being broken just remember there are multiple levels of that system, right? So you know, the police are one component of it, right? Then you have the prosecute, prosecutors which are a second component and Then you have a judiciary which are a third component of it. So, you know, to me it's not about, you know, pointing fingers, we'll say, but I, I will say that You know, from here, we're trying to do what we can. Let me just back up a second. This is very important, right? And this goes back to just my experience. A disproportionate amount of people, unfortunately, that sometimes fall within the justice system are afflicted with severe mental health and addictions issues, right? And that's just the reality, whether the statistics probably show that, but I can tell you my experience tells, tells me that. And that's why we've invested so much money in helping people with their mental health, with their, with their addictions issues, right? Because we can never give up on, on people, right? It's, 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 a, it's an illness that requires medical attention, and we're trying to make sure that we're bringing the healthcare system in order a pathway to help folks. Uh, so
2: will yeah. we will be doing this at the LRT system in Edmonton right now, which is full of uh, drug users and homeless people?
0: Yeah, well, if, so there was an announcement made under the previous administration, uh, which was a, a plan to build a a hybrid hub in both Calgary and Edmonton that has uh, both police and uh, and um, we'll call it um, uh, healthcare system. So it's kind of police healthcare, right? So that's that's currently something that is in progress and underway. And uh, yeah, I mean, people look no matter where you are in Alberta, whether you're in rural Alberta, Calgary, Edmonton, any large municipalities. We have a duty and responsibility that you feel safe, right? And right now, there are there are there are challenges out there, right? But it's a very complex problem. Mr. Yeah. Can you
1: please yeah. clarify how far negotiations have come with the RCMP on whether this provincial review commission will have any oversight over them? Can you say if this have they do they know about this legislation?
0: The RCMP? Yes. Yes.
1: What, how far negotiations come then how, what kind of buy in have you got from them to participate in
0: this uh the department the department yeah the department has told me that like, what the the uh, the exploration of a APS, as an example that 's that 's under Minister uh purview and respecting of course the work that he 's doing but right now currently right we We have uh, some folks within rural Alberta that may not feel as though they're being listened to by the RCMP. That's just the feedback that we've gotten. So, you know, making sure that we have that oversight and that input. But I will say this. Uh, the information that I received from the department is that yeah, the RCMP have uh, absolutely uh, are supportive of this and want to participate.
3: Are they supportive okay. of the actual review commission, though, Minister? Like, I think the question we were oh, told We were told that the RCMP. It's not quite clear to what ability they can. Participate.
0: I apologize. I thought I heard you say governance bodies. I, I thought it was the over governance bodies. Oh, okay. So I, I apologize for not. Uh, I mis, I misheard what you had to say. So the review commission. So thank you very much. So uh, right. Right now, the uh, K-Division has indicated, yes, they're supportive of this. However, let me just say the however, uh, we're still having uh, discussions with uh, um, Public Safety Canada on that, right? Because still, it still falls technically under the RCMP in Ottawa. So although the uh, K-Division has been very supportive of these changes that we're making here today, you know, we're still in negotiations with Public Safety Canada.
1: But how is that user-friendly to the average person who doesn't necessarily differentiate? Oh, that's an RCMP officer who mistreated me. I need to go to this body. Oh, no, that's a local police officer. I need to go to that body. How does that improve the process, user-friendliness of the process for Albertans?
0: Yeah. Well, un- unfortunately, it's still going to take about 18 months to get this uh, this uh, commission set up. But, you know, again, we, we want to... We're trying to avoid this perception of police policing themselves. And so, uh, you know, whether it be uh, local municipalities or whether it be uh, the RCMP. We're going to continue to negotiate with uh, the RCMP because we believe that the independent body is the right approach and uh, you know we're going to continue to go down that path.
3: So I have a question about the makeup of this commission. So, yeah. um, I covered the, the Hockey Canada stuff quite a bit and when mm-hmm. I was talking to experts about the Hockey Canada board, one of the things they brought up to me was that people who are on that board, who are overseeing the entire organization, a lot of them are very invested in the sport and the culture of the sport because they're former hockey players former coaches, former NHL players, right. and I'm using that analogy as to say I wonder to what extent you would like to see people on this review commission who are not police officers and not former police officers, or is are those the types of folks you would expect to see on the commission?
0: No, I, w- I won't say that those are the people that I expect to see on the commission. Um, I think that uh, the government of Alberta is going to be going through a robust uh, process of, of, of hiring. I encourage all people, uh, no matter what your background is, uh, to uh, apply. My understanding is that there's, uh, you know, we're we're looking at uh, significant significant numbers of people that are going to be hired for this. But to me, it's about, you know, it's like when we... When I go I'm putting my police officer's hat on here, you know, we want to hire good people and we wanna hire good people in the commission as well that are gonna actually be able to perform these investigations as well. And that's key too. You have to be able to perform these investigations. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have been a police officer. I know that there are other professions that do investigations including folks in the media to do investigations. So I'm just saying that, you know, I, I welcome all applications on this.
3: Just a to follow-up too. Um, I wanted to ask about the expanding the mandate of ACERT to include peace officers yeah. and sheriffs. Yeah. So is that...
0: You for, know, serious, for serious crimes.
3: For serious crimes. Yeah. You have a, so to wit, then, like, does that mean that this is paving the way for those, uh, those folks, peace officers and sheriffs, to have more policing powers?
0: Well, I mean, that's. I think that's something. Well, I don't know about paving the way for that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, regardless, uh, you know, I think you're going down the thought process of maybe sheriffs. But if uh, if I'm if I'm thinking of you know our transit officers or any other bylaw officer or something like that, and unfortunately, if they are involved in something where there is a serious um, you know injury that may. They directly or indirectly may have uh, been involved in, then ACERT will come as far as their mandate to investigate that, which I think actually makes sense.
1: Catherine. But I guess yeah. If, if um, to go back to Karen's point, if you're yeah. saying you don't want police policing police, yeah. then why not have a regulation or legislation to say no? Actually, um, civilians who used to be police officers should not be on these boards. Why? Why? Well, should why, they? why
0: would we? Why would we not allow somebody?
1: It, well if, if you're getting rid of police oversight, why have an ex police officer on these on these commissions?
0: so that, because I was a police officer that now precludes me from anything involved in policing in the future i i you know i i, I can maybe understand the your, what your thought process is in your question, but um you know i will say the the folks that i've worked with you know um have the utmost integrity um, i would say that uh, there are um, you know there's you know i mean there's there's so many various cases let me just say that they, they, these are very complex cases but you know we we can't we can't discount somebody that has 25 30 years of investigative experience as being a possible uh, option as an employee i yeah well um, um and
1: in in Creating these uh, recommendations, dr. Ariola had recommended mm-hmm. no ex police yeah. so was that different than the recommendation you got as part of that six month review that started last year uh,
0: well I think there was various recommendations that came into the department and I certainly respect the recommendation of of, of that doctor but there um, you know I'd have to ask the department to ask clarification because I certainly didn't want to speak out of turn but I will just say that there were you know, there is probably a spectrum of, of uh, folks that, uh, you know, everything from having to not having,
3: right? But Minister, if, if your intent with this bill is to stop police investigating police, what's the difference between someone on the commission who just left the force within the last five years investigating potentially former colleagues or mm-hmm. issues of that nature? I mean, how do you avoid problems that might arise from a situation like that?
0: Well I mean A- Acer Acer is considered an independent body right so this is this is going to be an independent body I mean I'm going to have to rely on the process I'm going to have to rely on the the, the hiring of the the great people that the, the Alberta government does to ensure that there's independence that's going to be maintained but again I'm not you 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 can't discount to somebody that has 25 30 years of 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 policing experience and just you know toss toss that aside right i mean those these these investigations are are very complex on a multitude of different
1: levels we have some yes. questions on the line here guys yeah. so we're going to go to the first caller on the line operator can you put through the first caller
3: Hi there, Um, I was just wondering um, in terms of uh, the creation of a Provincial Police force, um, how would you describe what's going to happen? Is it like a a foregone conclusion that there will be one or is it something that you could potentially say no to?
0: Yeah, there's no decisions that have been made on that. I mean, as we're uh, seeing uh, multiple different provinces throughout Canada exploring that as an option. Alberta is no different. We're exploring it. Uh, You know, Minister Shandro is taking the lead on this, but there's no
1: foregone conclusion on that. uh, uh, Caller, do you have a follow-up question?
3: Uh, Yes, I do. Um, So uh, how does the government view the uh, proposal of the uh, uh, rural municipalities of Alberta to have a a referendum on this issue for for Albertans? Uh,
0: So you want the rural? Well, I mean, Look, I I mean, this is going to be a decision made by, uh, I would say, you know, caucus. I would say by, um, you know, obviously the Premier is going to have to have a say. So I don't necessarily think I should be be commenting other than that we have to listen to all municipalities. And, uh, you know, certainly I'm having conversations with municipalities uh, in regards to what they would like to see. uh, Because remember, in the end, it's about about public safety. And um, it's not about whether... um, you know somebody, uh, you know, I would say likes or dislikes the RCMP. I I'm I just going to say this. I mean, those officers that that work every day. I mean, I was I was a constable. I was a sergeant. I mean, every one of them, RCMP or not RCMP, work uh, work hard every day to do their best to serve the
1: people of uh, Alberta. And uh, nobody should be, nobody should discount that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Minister. Okay, thank Operator, you. can you put through the next caller? And just a friendly reminder, we're here today to talk about the Police Amendment Act. So let's try to keep our questions to that. Francois Jolie,
2: Radio Canada.
3: Oh, hi. Um, sorry if this was covered uh, previously because I missed most of the tech briefing. Um, but just uh, that's the rationale between... Um, Creating different agency, why not consolidating all of this into a broader ACERT mandate or, or, or folding ACERT into that new um, police, provincial police commission?
0: Well, I, I think, I mean, this is certainly a recommendation that came through broad consultation and certainly thank all the people that did the work on this. But I mean, ACERT deals with, you know, seri- serious incidents that involve these uh, police officers. I mean, these this, uh, this body is dealing with the intake of the complaint and a complaint can be um you know uh, a broad range of complaints i'll just say that so um you know uh ha- having been somebody that uh, is is aware of what the process is when it comes to professional standards uh again i can tell you there's broad complaints that come in uh, for various but for various uh, reasons but you know acert is dealing usually with somebody that uh you know, is that officer is directly or indirectly involved in a very serious incident where somebody has been injured or even the officer himself has been injured, him, him or herself has been injured by,
1: by their actions. Yeah. Thank you. And do you have a follow-up?
3: Um, yeah I'm just wondering what, what you, we asked about buy-in from the RCMP what buy-in do you have from First nation on this like um have you have you personally have discussions with with uh First Nation leaders on 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 this police commission I know you said um there's gonna be seats for them on on these councils but uh, what kind of discussion were they involved in
0: uh well the department department is uh consulted uh you know what i'm aware of is that we've had uh, nothing but support uh from um folks within within the communities um um uh, i know that uh you know my my um my constituency is next to sutina i can say that there's a a fabulous uh, police service there and uh and uh chief um I think I believe his name is Chief Blake, who is the uh, police chief uh, out there. Um, I know that the work that he does, he's been very, uh, very uh, supportive and, and including, are inclusive. Um, I, you know, I, I, you know, maybe that's a technical question uh, for the department as to the specific conversations on that. Yeah.
1: Thank you, and operator. We have enough time for one more question. So, can you please put through the last caller, Duncan Kinney? Progress report. thanks for taking my question um so with the ability to appoint commissioners the creation of provincial policing priorities as well as making the police report to the province on those priorities as well as a formal mechanism for the minister to step in and interview intervene in disputes between police forces and municipalities why did you feel the need to concentrate so much power over municipal policing within the provincial government
0: well i think there there has look there you know, unfortunately, you don't want. Yeah, there's, there's going to be, unfortunately, disputes, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's. You know, unfortunately, somebody has to to come in and be a bit of a. We'll call it a, an arbitrator, I guess. Right, but you know, we don't want anything to get to that that type of level. I mean, I expect, whether it be police services, whether it be police um you know commissions you know municipalities i mean you know everybody needs to be working in the best interest of of the uh the people that they serve and whether it be the local municipalities whether it be the rcmp i mean this is this is a this is a good news story in order to ensure that um uh, you know folks have a, a say into uh their local police services um and um yeah i mean uh, so far i mean we've we've had very much uh, positive feedback Thank
1: you and Duncan, do you have a follow up I do yeah uh, what's the expected budget for the police review commission and do you expect a share costs between municipal police forces? Do you know how that's going to work at all
0: yeah a good good question Duncan. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, you know I, the question I asked the department they're going to be working uh, with those uh, municipalities, so I don't have any specific uh, numbers uh, for you on that. Um, you know, obviously there is is going to be a, a cost, and and those uh, police services. I mean, obviously they won't be doing their professional uh, standards uh, section anymore. So, um, you know, how the department is going to work on work work out the nuances uh, on that will be
1: up to them. Yeah. Right. thank yeah. you, Minister, and that's all we have time for today for everybody. Thank you. The mayor say when you told them. Now I can appoint some of the members of your police commission. Yeah, but that was
0: a question you were asking. Yeah, yeah. We actually, we, you know, look, we uh, we actually had um, um, uh, good support. I would say that from from uh, from the mayors. Uh, the obviously, there's you know a couple that were asking for uh, rationale, and it's just regards to having a seat at the table. I mean, obviously, um, um, you know, throughout throughout Canada. Um, uh, there are uh provinces that appoint uh, people on the police commissions as you know we're always directly compared to uh, british columbia on various uh, various topics and you know in in british columbia as an example uh they have uh i would say you know um they have two appointed by the city and then seven appointed by the province and that's in the in and that we're not doing that. Um, this is just about having a seat at the table, ensuring that uh, you know, uh, you know, municipalities and commissions are aware of government priorities. Um, you know, for example, you know, mental health and addictions is very near and dear uh, to to my heart, and uh, this current mandate of this government. So, ens- and, you know, and obviously, governments in the future are going to have different mandates, but ensuring that there's a seat at the table so the government priorities are are there. So, good. Thank, you the Thank you very much.